Good morning. Welcome to today's devotion. Today, we're going to talk about stewardship. What's a steward? Well, I would like to say a steward is nothing more than a manager. And in the kingdom of God, it's a believer who faithfully oversees and protects and expands the assets, the things that God has given us to manage on his behalf. So we have to keep in mind that we are simply his managers. We don't own anything. If God, we don't even own our own breath. If God allows us to believe, uh, breathe, it's because it's because he's allowed us that to do so. As the older people used to say, we own borrow time, meaning that it's his time. It's not ours. So when we have the wrong mindset that we are, everything we have is ours, that's when we can get in trouble. Let's get ready to go through the scriptures today and allow God to speak to us out of Matthew 25 and 14. And this is a familiar passage just to give you a little bit of background. This passage is solely about um, the passage on the talents. It's referred to the talents. Most business people use this passage um, in back in the day, a lot of prosperity teachers would quote this and to get us to move and to say that, hey, God wants us to be rich. And in so, we need to understand that we are his servants. So as I get into it, let's begin to pray. Father, I'm asking you to use me. To, to just simply say what it is that you want me to say. Allow the words that you speak through me to come out clearly and plainly. Allow them to come across in a way that men and women that listen can be able to listen, hear, and apply your teachings to their life, wherever they are in the area of stewardship, where it needs to convict in, a, in order to make changes in how the way they see things. May they begin to not be condemned, but to be convicted and be able to change what they're doing right now. In Jesus' name, amen. It says, for in verse 4, uh, I mean 14, 25, Matthew 14, 20, I mean uh, 25, verse 14. For it is just like a man who was about to take a journey, and he trusted them with his possessions. To the one, he gave five talents, to another, two and to another, each according to his own ability. 
and then he went on his journey. So let, let's stop right there and let's make it plain. As you can see, Jesus was giving us a story, but let's make it practical to us. You see, God has given us each resources. He's entrusted us with time, um, possessions, as well as the resources. Whatever he give us, even with our kids, even with our wives, what anything that God has given us, it's what he's entrusted us to. But one of the things that you need to understand that as he's entrusted you to something with his possessions, he's given it to us according to, as the word says, according to number one, our own ability. See, once we place here on earth, God has entrusted each one of us with special abilities. As you can see, he said, to one, he gave five, to another, two, and to another one, each according to his own ability, and then he went on his journey. The one who had received five talents went out, went at once, traded with them, and he made a profit and gained four more. What does that say? That means that God wants us to expand his kingdom through what it is that he's given us to do. Meaning that if he's given us ability to sing, to write, to dance, to manage, to, um, to do anything creative, whatever it is, he may have given you the ability to lead. Um, I, I know for me, for years, I, I used to struggle in which, and this is going to help some of you, because I used to watch it when I was in grade school, watch young men and young women drawing, and I would say, man, I wish I knew how to draw. And I would watch others uh, singing and hear them sing, and I used to say, I wish I knew how to sing. See, the enemy would have us to focus and base our planning on the things that others have rather than what God has given you. Until I was able to hone in on what talent God has given me. And one of the things that you have to ask, and in this scripture, and I'm getting ahead of myself, you're going to see if I'm not focusing on what I, I've been given, then I'm none more than the, the one man that had the one tower and took it and buried it. You see, some of us have to be a good steward over what we already have. We're sometimes we're looking, for example, at a person that has a house and we start to focus and believe that we need to go on out and start getting that house just like them. And we're looking at the way their house is. But God wants us to manage what we've already get. If we've not managing our own apartment, that old that old that 
as you can say, just like I started out with a Pontiac, if you can't manage cleaning it and and taking care of it, getting the oil changed regularly and getting the tires changed regularly, what do you think you're going to be able to do with a BMW? Some of us are trying to get BMWs when we can't even keep up the Hugo. We need to be faithful over what God has given us. Some of us need to be faithful over our bodies. We're consistently smoking, and we don't understand that it's God that's given us the breath. When we understand that we're not our own and that God is over that, that's when we can understand that we're not the owners. We're only managers. Whatever God has given us, we can, we're supposed to use, number two, and expand his kingdom. So he gives us number one, according to our ability, and then number two, as you can see through the, um, the scripture, the purpose is for expanding it so that we're supposed to bring glory to what God has given us and take it and use it for his glory, not for all. And it says, now, after a long time, the manager, the master of the servant in verse 18, returned to sour accountants. I love this because as an accountant, as you can see, God is an accountant. He wants us to give an account. We're going to have to give an account as far as what we did in our body, our thoughts, our actions. We're going to have to give account to every single thing that we've done. And as you can see, he came and he wanted to know what have you done with I've already given you with your time, your talents, with your resources. We can't ask for more if we can't manage the very little. And he says to, in verse 21, he said, Master, um, he's, his master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful and trustworthy over a little. I will put you in charge of many things. Share in the joy of the master. In other words, this was the one man that had the, um, given the five, and then he doubled his talents. See, the one, the one store, as you can see, had two. He came forth saying, Master, I made the profit and gained more talents. And his master said, you have done well. You've been a trustworthy servant. I put you in charge. I will put you in charge of men, meaning sharing the joy of your master. But here it is, the one who had received one came forward saying, Master. And I need to put it like this. He came making excuses. Imagine giving someone, buying someone a television, a, tele a new television set. I need you to imagine this for a minute. And then you go over their house and the television set that you paid for. Imagine you paid $750 for this television set. And you come over their house and the TV set is still sitting in a box. And you go over and you say, how you like the TV? Oh, man, it's right over there. 
How would you feel? Oh, you you would probably say, okay, you're not using it. Oh yeah, huh? I I am. See, it's it's still in a box, huh? In other words, to you that would be insulting. So imagine how God feels. He's created us for a purpose, for his plan, and for a reason to bring glory and honor to his name. But we take it and we do what it is, just like the man with the TV box. We go and we set it somewhere else and we do what it is that we think we should do. You see, what God says to this in verse 21 for everyone in verse 29 who has, and I'm reading the Amplifier, and values his blessings and gifts from God and has used them wisely, more will be given and he will be richly supplied so that he will have abundance. But for the one who does not have, because he's ignored, or disregarded his blessings and his gifts from God, even what he does have will be taken away. What is that saying? It says, managing what he's entrusted on God's behalf, expanding and being productive in what he's given me, and been trusted in me to do. How do I handle what God has been given to me? I must handle what he's been given to me until the day he returns. I must keep focus on what the kingdom of, on King Jesus, on what he wants to be, want me to do, and the talents that he's given to me. Not on what my neighbors have, but on what God has given me. Manage that well. Jesus has met each one of us and allows us to do business according to our own ability that he gives us. He knows he knows what what kind of talent that you've been given been given. They were told to make a profit or expand on their own ability. So in saying, saying this, as I close through this devotions, Christians are to use our earthly wealth so that unbelievers will see what God has given us and bring glory to God. I'm going to stop right here. Father, I want to thank you for giving us all our gifts, our talents, and the resources that you've given us. May we sense and apply this truth to every single area of our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a wonderful day. And remember, it's not us that own anything. We're just simply manager. Managers. God owns it all. Have a wonderful day.